All right, welcome in, boys. Another episode of Take It to the Bank. This week, we are at Atlanta Motor Speedway. As always, I'm your host, Jay Paglia, with my guy, my NASCAR partner in crime, Reed Cooper. Reed, Coop, what's going on, buddy? How are you? I'm doing all right, man. Not much. Uh, you know, rough day at work, but other than that, uh, you know, ready for the weekend, ready to watch some racing. Wish it wasn't Atlanta, but it is what it is. You know, you always have them every couple yeah. uh, weeks, months, whatever. But, uh, you know, it should be good. It's going to be cold so, down there, man. Is it? Yeah. Like, I think, like, Sunday the high is like 48 degrees. Wow, that's pretty cold for Atlanta, actually. Yeah, at this time of year. All right, so the streak's alive. We, we profited last Sunday on the cup race. Uh, every cup race this year although it didn't feel great. Our guy Happy was sitting there at 11 to 1. We had $5.5 of closing line value on Kyle Larson. We bet him at 9 to 1. And uh, unfortunately, a late caution. You hate to see it in Happy's last year. Kevin Harvick gets screwed. And uh, they go down pit road. A lot of guys took two tires. And uh, on that last restart, Will Byron, for the second week in a row, found his way to victory lane. Now, that's two weeks in a row that you and I have had to get on him live around three and a half to one, which is really annoying, man, when, when we should have had that winner last week. But we did prop it on the race. And Saturday, uh, we hit Sammy Smith to win the race at 18 to one uh, and the top three and the top five. So all in all, it was a great week. We can't really complain. We made money on Sunday, but man, it should have been a lot more coop and, and, and Willie B two weeks in a row. Yeah. Last week was uh, the tougher of the two Willie B weeks because the two cars we were on, you know, they led 75% of the lap, uh, race, you know, were the week before. It was, you know, Willie B leading 75, you know, percent of the race or whatever, maybe even more. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, that was a tough one. Um, you know, it was just tough. It's just ended that way. Yeah, it was. But all in all, we cannot complain. It's been a sick month. February was great. It's been a great start to March. So, uh, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll just uh, we'll, we will just swing away. And keep doing what we're doing. So, this week, we turn our eyes to Atlanta Motor Speedway. It's the Ambetter 400. This is not a normal intermediate track anymore, right? Last year was the first year um, that they... What did they do? Because it's not a plate race, right? But And it's the most banked <coughs> mile and a half that we have now. So, it's they're, they're running the Super Speedway package, but... It's not a plate race. The banking is crazy, right? And pretty much anything from before last year in terms of data, I guess you got to throw out the window, right? Yeah, it's irrelevant. You have very little data here. So overall thoughts thoughts on Atlanta? Uh, I mean, I think we're going to see a little bit different race than what we saw last year in that, uh, you know, the tires had some issues to uh, create cautions last year. 
and knock on wood, but it appears the tire issues have been, you know, resolved for the most part. And, uh, you know, if that continues, uh, we could probably see maybe half of the cautions that we saw last year, maybe, I don't know. Um, but, you know, we'll just have to wait and see. It's a guessing game. Uh, I think the other piece that's really difficult with Atlanta um, is it's much tougher to pass at Atlanta than what it is Talladega and Daytona uh, because the track is tighter. So, you know, where track position isn't really critical at Daytona and Talladega, I think it's more critical uh, this week because uh, you're not going to drive up uh, from 25th to 5th in, you know, five, six laps, seven laps like you can at Talladega or Daytona. Uh, it's going to take a little bit more time here uh, because you don't have the uh, passing, you know, room, so to say, uh, that you do at those tracks. Right. And now, you know, it was another week that Chevy absolutely dominates. And, and, you know, the latest victim was Phoenix. Now, they've won every race, right, to start the cup year. Bush won. Uh, Hendrick won, what, two? Right? Yeah, Byron. Byron won two. Yeah, and then um, Ricky Stenhouse. So, they're, it's just, they continue to do what they did. They're just levels above the competition before the tires even hit the track. They're phenomenal off the truck. And and it, it's carried over into this year. Yeah, for the most part. I mean, uh, you know, Legacy Motorsports has really struggled, uh, you know, being a Chevy. And then, uh, you know, for whatever reason, the last couple races, RCR hasn't been, you know, themselves or what you would expect out of them. True. Uh, you know, track house has been, you know, solid, but they don't seem to have that top line win race speed. Yeah, but what like but yet. but you know what though, Coop, throw Hendrick out the window, right? Who's who's mm -hmm. been better than Chastain and Suarez through the first month of the year? Oh yeah. I mean, you know, I could if I sat down and really thought about it, there might be a couple of people to mention, but you know, not many. They're right they're right there, right? Behind right. Hendrick. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so now uh, uh, the the big listen, man. What when when you hit thirty one races in thirty eight weeks, you have to you have to get different. Your average sports better does not win money, right? So oftentimes, Coop and I find ourselves turning left when the public is turning right, and that has worked out for us obviously over almost a two and a half year sample size now. And the big talk this week from the NASCAR betting community is they're, everybody's treating this like a normal super speedway. And I'm sorry, but that this is not a normal super speedway. And the numbers don't bear that out. Were there a ton of cautions? Yeah. What were there? 11 <coughs> in the first race, 13 in the second race. But like we said, man, last year, especially in the beginning of last year, it was a total shit show. Motors were blowing. Tires were blowing. It was crazy. And Coop, you you brought it to my attention um, one, during one of the many conversations that we had this week that at the end of the day, in the, the data that we do have, the cream still rose to the top. 
the guy that led the most laps in the race still found a way to win the race. And when I look at the betting market and I see numbers that you see at Talladega and Daytona, I feel it's just wrong. They should not be this high. Yeah, I think, you know, like every every Sunday night after the race, I send you what I think the odds, not necessarily what I would book them at, but like what I think the books will open them up at. Right. And I, I thought Larson and I thought uh, Byron would come in. Would at be like in that 8 to 1 eight, train. 8, eight, eight to 9, one, eight, 800 to 900. And right, they weren't. I was surprised. That's, exa- I, that's exactly what I thought too. Now, and, because and to be, to be, had to be this been old Atlanta, they would have been six to one, probably right. Uh, Seven to yeah, one, probably. Yeah, right, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, fourteen to one on Kyle Larson on a mile and a half track is absurd. I don't care how bent the track is. Well, I think a lot of a lot of people are looking at like. Kyle Larson and how he does in Talladega and Daytona. Right. Right. And that's where that number's coming from. And uh, while it's the same package, um, the cars race completely different. Um, You know, one of the first things I'm going to be looking for uh, in this race on Sunday is who can paint that white line. And handling is so, so, so key. I mean, it's important in those races, but I mean, I think in this particular race, it's even more important uh, than, let's say, a Talladega or a Daytona. But and if you, you know, go back the handling and look, factor. if you go back and look at the, the, the two races from last year, Will Byron, Kyle Larson, Ross Chastain, even Denny Hamlin to a degree were able to drive that car wherever they wanted on the track. They were able to, they, they were able to paint, they were able to have their left tire on the white line f- wide open all the way around the track. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't see how that doesn't carry over uh, into this race. These numbers, these Hendrick numbers at least are wrong because you and I are, we are very much on the same track with the NASCAR betting community when it comes to super speedways. Throw the top quarter of the field, odds-wise, out the window. Start looking for value in that 40, 50-to-1 range, and then work your way from there. And we agree with that normally when it's Talladega and Daytona. But I I think that you and I are the only people that are not treating this race exactly like a super speedway, from what I see yeah, I think the drivers, uh, let's say plus three thousand and longer odds, the Jones, the Briscoe, uh, even in Stenhouse, um, you know, who's good at this type of racing, you know, at Talladega and Daytona. I think they're going to have a to need a lot, a lot of things to happen uh, in order for them to be at the top. So um, I just, you know think that for the majority the cream will rise to the top and you know sure there's going to be a couple drivers here and there um that pop their way into the top 10 and things of that nature uh but i don't know i i i don't see it being like a daytona and talladega i'm right with you buddy um now mikey in our chat uh if you're listening to the audio version of this we do a live 
YouTube show and then just rip the audio from there. Mikey says Kyle Bush loses pit stall selection after failing tech twice. Yeah. All right. Now let me ask you what what did you make of the penalty on Hamlin and what happened with Hendrick penalty wise? I mean, with the penalty with uh, HMS, I mean it's you know it's hard to really understand from a fan's standpoint because there's so much going on that we probably don't even really know. Uh, you know, Jack Canal says that you know they're not getting good quality parts, so you know they tried to make them work, and they weren't the only team because uh, Colleg, you know with Justin Haley had the same issue. So, right. uh, you know, if they're getting bad parts, that's one thing. Um, but then on the other end, you say, well, if you're getting bad parts, why don't you just take it to NASCAR and say, hey, this is the crap you're giving me. Like, I can't right. use it. Like, it doesn't come in confirmation, you know. And, you know, that makes you wonder too, you know. Maybe they are trying to, you know, do some stuff that they shouldn't be doing. Um, so, you know, it, it's from our level, it's, you know, we can only make assumptions and, you know, based upon what we see and hear. And you can't always trust, you know, what's I, out there. I didn't like the play. I didn't like the, the the deduction of the playoff points. I thought that was a little strong, man. Well, I mean, it, it, it's what they have in the rule book. It's not like, you know, uh, they just but made it up know, or anything. But. You know what the, the fancies – they made them. They made them switch out those lubers before the race, right? Okay, so the fan sees Kyle Larson in in practice and then qualifying, beat the field by three tenths of a second on that first qualifying run. They they make them change it, and then Hendrick goes out and leads seventy five percent of the laps, absolutely dominates the race anyway, and then they're going to get the penalty. It's ridiculous. That seems crazy to me. I don't know. Well, I mean, it is what it is. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, you know, I don't think, you know, if they had A louver or B louver on the car, it didn't matter. Um, they were very, very strong. Um, you know, there's some people out there that said, you know, maybe it did make a difference. They were just set up for, you know, really short runs. I mean, short run speed and blah, 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 blah. blah. And then, you know, the last part of the race, they weren't as fast as what they were. Because they got into, you know, dirtier air. They didn't have the clean air. So, I don't know. And then, you know, it makes you wonder, like, you know, it, again, if they were using a faulty part, like, why wasn't, you know, Alex Bowman and Josh Berry right behind them? You know, right. if, they were, if, the, if it, that part made them that much faster. Uh, so, <clears throat> I don't know. Just a lot of technicalities out there that, you know, are way above our head that we don't understand and, you know, things that are said and done. But, you know, it is what it is, and uh, we move on. Um, All right. You know, as far as Denny Hamlin goes, I mean, you know, uh, we'll have to wait and see what happens. I know he went back and he appealed, you know, the uh, penalty on him. And uh, I don't know. Part of me says, you know, he did it to uh, get attention for his, uh, you know, podcast and things of that nature. Um, part of me says it was just racing. And, you know, nothing should be done. So, you know, at the end, I really don't care uh, what happens. It is what it is. All right. So uh, when on Monday, when the odds came out, Coop and I fired. I fired on four drivers. He fired on three. We tweeted it out and, and we put them on the site. 
So we'll, we'll go down the board odds wise and, and we'll just as we go, we'll let you know what we're on. Will Byron is your favorite tied with Kyle Larson at nine to one. I bet Will Byron at 12 to one. You didn't bet Willie B, right? No, I haven't. Okay. So obviously we like Hendrick. Speed-wise, it's not even close this year. They have the best car on the track. Um, Kyle Larson, nine to one. We hit him on Monday at 14 to one. Uh, we think Hendrick is going to be strong. Kyle Bush, 10 to one right now. Um, we hit him at 16 to one. And uh, I, I expect him to be good. If you if you look at if you look at the segmented speed rankings at that second um, Atlanta track hoop, Tyler Reddick's whip was strong. Now I don't know if they're gonna I don't know if they come with the same setup or you know how much input Bush has into his setup, but I, I expect that car to contend this weekend, right? You expect RCR to be good? Yeah, I mean, I I think you know perhaps maybe at Phoenix they were trying some stuff. They're in the playoffs, and uh, you know maybe they said, "Hey, this is the race we got to win at the end of the year." So let's try this or that, and it just didn't work for them. Um, but uh, you know, uh, Kyle, you know he managed I think a top ten, uh, you know there at the end by driving around uh, and managing that car. Uh, that wasn't very good, but. I do think them will come back and uh, see what they showed at Daytona and uh, Auto Club from a speed perspective. So we didn't talk much about this uh, this week. Ford, Ryan Blaney's 12 to 1, Joey Logano's 12 to 1. Um, they're the first two um, Penske's. And then I would assume Keselowski at 18 to 1. What do you think about Ford in general this week? I just have to wait and see. Um, you know, what did they show me? Not much. Not much. They, sh- they show me that they can put down really good laps um, individually uh, when it comes to qualifying. They haven't showed me that they can put down, you know, a long period of laps, whether it be 15, 20, 40 laps consecutively. So, you know, I'm just going to wait and see. <clears throat> and, you know, this week it's really about the speed. Um, which, you know, tends to want me to like them more um, mm-hmm. because, you know, we've seen them kind of fall off, you know, Logano and Blaney when it comes right. to managing the tires. And then on the other side, we've seen the, kind of the opposite for Kozlowski where, you know, he's been better at managing the tires and the top line speed has just been a little niche down. So, you know, I'll wait and see what they do at the race. You're still going to get yeah. good numbers on them. I, I don't disagree with you because it's this package and how they usually run those two guys at Daytona and Talladega. This might be a this might be a better week. And if you look, I mean, Ryan Blaney's great here. I mean, he's got a win in, in the last five, four top fives, four top tens, his last five races. So, I agree. I think they'll probably be better than they have been the last couple of weeks. But when you think of the top three Fords right now on the year, I don't think Joey Logano or Ryan Blaney would be in my top three so far. No, yeah, I'd have to put uh, Harvick and then Kozlowski and then one of the Penske's probably. Yeah, not not great so far. 
for Penske. Um, after Logano, what what do you think about Gibbs? Denny, twelve. Denny, Denny looked pretty good last year at Atlanta. I watched them yeah. race. I mean, they're just kind of you know hanging around. You know, they haven't I, I really showed us Chris, much Chris of anything. Too. To long with you. Um, their best performances have come on the long runs, uh, where tires matter, and tires don't mean diddly this week. Uh, you know, but, you know, they could have some really good handling cars. So, again, you know, the numbers are good. I'm just going to wait and see. Um, somebody's got to show me. And, you know, I, this is another tough race. Like, I want to go back and see how many different leaders there were and when it happened. And, like, I want to see when Elliot and uh, Byron really dominated last year at Atlanta and try to – because I just, I just don't want to be firing off a bunch of bets because they're in the lead. You know, right, right, right. If you want to be firing off that bet because they're really good, right? If you look at the total speed rank at Atlanta last year, Chris Bell was first, Kurt Busch, which I guess is Reddick's car, was third, and um, Denny was 10th. I think that they could be, I think they could be sleepers on Sunday, yeah. But I mean, again, like you know, the mile and a half. And Las Vegas, they really weren't that great, were they? No, you're right. You're right. They weren't. You know, Daytona, you know, under this package, they really weren't that great, were they? I would I would have to take your word for it. I don't remember. So, well, you know, I'm just going to wait and see. Uh, Ross Chastain, 12 to 1. Man, I think he's going to be good, man. He had he he did finish second, or he had the second best car in both races last year. But before that American flag car hit got, had damage late in that race, he was the best car in the race, hands down, last year. Yeah, so I mean, I, you know, he had the same results at Phoenix, and he wasn't that great at Phoenix. Yeah, that's true. I, I I worry about track house for sure, but twelve I think twelve to one is just that's just too it's too short of a price on right. on track because while while you and I don't think it will be Daytona or Talladega, there will probably be some volatility on Sunday for sure. Sure. I mean, but is it gonna be, you know, a car spinning out and collecting a, somebody else, a car spinning out and not collecting anybody? Or is it going to be, you know, a car spinning out and collecting eight or nine others? Like, right. Right. That's what we'll have to wait and see. Um, um, after Denny at 12 to 1, then you got Bell at 12 to 1. We, we spoke about him. Tyler Reddick at 8 to 1. All these numbers are good enough where we can evaluate live. And that's why pretty much the entire NASCAR community isn't batting outright. And they are going to uh, react live. But I think that they are going to lose numbers on two cars real quick if they're running well. And that's Will Byron and Kyle Larson, for sure. Um, Keselowski. So, oh, go ahead. So other than those two, at the end of stage one, what's the winner line? Seven to one? Eight to one? You mean who's who? Who's who? Who won stage one? What? What are their odds? Okay. 
if if it's not Kyle Larson or Will Byron, right, right, probably nine to one, ten to one. If it's Ross say. Chastain, you think it's nine to one? I think I think he would be the one. Him and Kyle Busch would be the only two other guys that I could see if they're running well early. I could see them start dipping that number down because they you always respect Kyle Busch. Always. So you don't think they respect Logano and Blaney? No, not based off what we've seen this year. I think those numbers are going to be there if we want to hit okay. them. Okay. What What would you say? Somewhere around there, or you think it's going to be lower? I mean, yeah. I mean, if it's a Daniel Suarez, I think it might be twelve or thirteen. You know, uh, right. something like like him. But you know, if I, I would say eight or nine, minus yeah. Lebron, uh, uh, Byron, and Larson. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that's that's pretty much where I'm at with you too. Um, okay, after that, Kez. Our guy Y2J in the uh, Discord, I think he might have hit him. Kez is interesting, man. He's been running well. Him and Chris Busher are just – they just been mm-hmm. solid. Well, yep, you, they you, have you, I, But my, my problem is, like, I guess I, I do get a little greedy on, on these kind of tracks. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Like, if he was 18-1 to 1, – a hundred laps into this race and, and, and look decent. I think I would, I would be okay with maybe us taking a shot, but 18 to one pre-race. Doesn't that seem a little, it seems a little cheap. No. Yeah. I I, kind of think you can look at him like an Alex Bowman. If, if Keselowski was a HMS car, we would have been wanting to hit him at that number that we got Bowman at. Right. But, you know, he's not, so we'll just wait and see, you know. Right. Uh, <laughs> so, but, you know, it, it's it's 2023 NASCAR Betty. Uh, <laughs> 2022, Brad Keselowski, you know, would have been 26 to 1 or 25 to 1, even with right. how he's run right now. Right. True. So, you know, that's what it is. You know, we just got to, you know hold back a little bit more. So that, that Coop just mentioned Alex Bowman. He's 18 to one. He was the fourth driver I took and the third driver that Coop took at 25 to one. Uh, we found a really good number on him. Um, and uh, for the same reasons, I, Hendrick just, they're fast, man. They got the speed and I expect them yeah. to be good. Bubba 20 to one, Marty 25 to one. What do you think? So, so let's go back. Uh, you know, and I asked you what the number was on Bubba, and you were like, you know, I wasn't really impressed with what Bubba did at the end of last year on these mile laps, on the comp course, on the comp tracks. So, you know, you made some good points. Um, you know, he wasn't as strong. So, you know, he's another wait and see for me. Daniel Suarez and Kevin Harvick at twenty-five to one. Yeah, Suarez. I think Suarez is one. I, um, I if I had to add another driver, it would have been Danny. These are the, we're getting into the range of people now that I would be interested in. Like I agree, I'm with you. 
Suarez. He finished fourth and sixth last year. He ran very well in those two races at Atlanta. I'm with you. I I, I agree. Like, I, I'm tempted. Like, what number do we really – I mean, I guess because we're already yeah. on multiple drivers, we could just wait. But like, I told what you, number? I told I, I told you what number I needed on Danny to bet him, and you weren't able to come through with me to find one stone cold lock and a right. pick. This is not the week. This is not the so, week. because you know, if I want to bet Danny pre race, I want it to be forty five or fifty. Because yeah. we're greedy. Well, that's we're what greedy. we got. That's what we were getting on him like early last year, I think. Right. And if you could have, you know, felt comfortable providing that lock. You know, oh, don't will... start. Don't no, I'm not. I'm not. I mean, I, look, I told you in, yeah. in DM, I said, look. You I said, don't, don't force you. it, Keg. Don't right. force it, right? right? I said, don't force it. Yep. You know, but I'm just saying, if you would have found that lock, I would have taken a shot at Suarez and whatever you wanted. You know, you know how I feel about parlays, but it would have given I me know. a good number. I know. Yeah, this wasn't the week. Uh, Bush, uh, I, I, do you throw Chris <laughs> because, in the Keselowski because like, basket? Because, like, hold on a minute. Like, this is the part where you were talking about the community earlier. Oh, God. And, like, this is where the community was really upset because they wanted the drivers like Suarez and Jones and Stenhouses and even Kozlowski's at better numbers, you know, than what were out there. And they were too reluctant. Like, to me, all the value is what we got up. We got value in Bowman. We got value in Larson. We got value in Kyle Bush. You know, that's where the value was this week. I totally agree, bro. We, You and I always throw out the top quarter of the odds bracket on super speedways. And this was the week where everything was flipped. The days of getting Daniel Suarez at 50 to 1 and Eric Jones at 50 to 1 on super speedways, those days are over. We we got the best of it. These cars are better cars now, and you're not going to get a better price than 30 to 1. That's that's where you're going to be. That's your ceiling. And I I think, you know, that's what I've said. I'm not going to complain about it. It is what it is. You know, I'm just going to try to beat it, you know. And, you know, my way of trying to beat it this week is trying to take the value at the top of the board, you know, that they're giving. Because, you know, in my mind, you know, they should have been eight and nine. And then, like, how we ended up getting Kyle Bush at that number, I don't know. Because, like, all the books had him at 10 and 11. And then, for whatever reason, uh, Barstool put him at 15. Crazy. <clears throat> and I don't I think he opened at that number. He, he was lower. Points that put opened him at sixteen to one, I think, and then Barstool. I think Barstool opened him at fifteen to one too, because I mean we were on it a minute after they opened. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't know. I, I could have sworn it was lower, but it is what it is. We'll find out. Where? What do you think about Stuart Stuart Haas? Happy in the boys. You 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 expect them to run well? I would be. Harvick, maybe. The others, I would be surprised. I don't know. Um, This just isn't the Stuart Haas of the other day when they were really good on the uh, Talladega. If you you look at Daytona, this year's Daytona race, right? Ryan Ryan Priest was first in total speed ranking. 
We'll, we'll, we'll wait and see. I don't know. Yeah. We'll wait and see. Yeah, and I agree. These numbers are good enough where we can. But, I mean, I, I, I can't bet Priest of 35 or 40 to 1 or whatever the hell he is. Yeah, I don't disagree. I don't disagree like, with you. I, I would much rather have, you know, Kyle Bush at 15 to 1 than Brian right. Priest at 35. Right. 40, whatever. Um, after that, <laughs> you, got, you got Ricky at 30, Jones at 30, Sindrick at 30, Almarola at 30. Those are the 30 guys. Um, wait and see. They're all capable on their best day of being up there, no doubt. They're um, all capable at Daytona and Talladega. I don't know if they're capable at Atlanta, is my concern. I don't dis I don't I really don't disagree. It's hard it's it's much harder to it, like is is there bump drafting at this track? Yes. Can you side draft? Yes. But it's it is a lot harder to pass here than it is. I mean, Talladega is fucking gigantic. Like right. you do not have the surface area to move around like like at Atlanta like you do at Talladega. So I agree with you. I'm with you. Mm -hmm. It's every everybody down here is wait and see. Now you brought up RCR to me. You were like, I, I think they got a shot to to run better here this week um, mm -hmm. with this with this package. Austin Dillon's in that 45 to one ish range. Think he can make some noise? Uh, that's not a bad number in my mind on Austin Dillon. You know, I, I think that's a fair number on Austin Dillon on this uh, kind of track. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a fair number. All right, Josh Berry. Now, I know we're going to get to the top 10s and everything, right? But there now we're getting to, like, Josh Berry and Corey LeJoy are 50 to 1. <clears throat> whoa, 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 Corey LeJoy is less than 50 to 1. Corey LeJoy is 50 to 1 right now at DraftKings. No, 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 no. Coop. The Vada, the Vada gave him the respect. He deserves. What, what is he? Apple 33, Vada. remember? 33. Oh, 33. Yeah, 33. Yeah. Bovada. <laughs> um, I, imagine bringing that up. All right. Um. Yeah, and then honestly, we're done with the outrights. Let, let's go to the top three. Anybody in the top three market that you saw? No, I haven't spent much time, to be quite honest with you, on the, on, on the props this week because I'm just not into wanting to bet, you know, a plus 150 or a plus 250. Okay. Number. I'm um, totally, very... <clears throat> totally, <laughs> except, except there are a couple ridiculous prices in the top 10 market. Like there, I'm listening. We, I'm listening. All right. So we'll, let, let, let's skip the top three and top five market. We have no interest, right? That looking at the top 10 market, let me pull them. I have a right question now. for you. I have a question yeah. for you. Go ahead. Is who who's a thousand to one on the book you're looking at? To win this race? Yeah. Harrison Burton. All right. What's his top three and five number? Twenty-five to one to hit the top three, twelve to one to hit the top five at DK. Okay, that's fair then. All right, never mind. Move on. DraftKings, like they're the they're 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 literally their their top ten pricing this week is criminal. If you if you go around and shop 
the detail <laughs> prices, you got to have balls to lay numbers down that are that bad and expect. Are they worse than Caesars? I I could I could pull up Caesars coop, but they are three dollars off the off the Fanduel pricing. Right. Some, right, some I'm going to pull up Caesars, and you can have uh, DK up, and you can name me a driver, and I'll see if they're in the same ballpark. One minute, please. All right, name a driver. All right, I'm going to tell you the guys I'm interested in. Corey LaJoy is plus 200 top 10 at DK. Yeah, he's 200 at Caesars. He's 5-1 to one to hit the top 10 at FanDuel. Corey LaJoy, could, he runs well here, and that I think that price is crazy. Am I getting some Corey LaJoy love from you? Yeah, that that if, this week on this track, five to one to hit the top ten. That number is not right. Wow, you're yeah. a Coyle Joy fan all of a sudden. You're, yeah, your boy might might have that on the sheet. Okay, mm. all right, give me uh, another driver. All right, um, another guy I like. Uh, what what do you have on on uh, Mike McDowell? On Caesars, two hundred. Yeah, two hundred. He's five to one to crack the top ten at Fanduel. Is he? Is he uh, <coughs> two hundred at DK? Yeah, two hundred. So they basically look like they pop, copied and paste. Um, Josh Berry. Now you and I know that the kid is really good, but he doesn't have a ton of time in this next gen car. Chase Elliott might have had the second best car last year at Atlanta. He's five to one to crack the top 10. What do you think about him this week? Do you think that there just hasn't been enough time in the car to, to, to make a bet like that? Um, no, I don't think so. Um, hold on a minute. Why are, why can't I find the top 10s at FanDuel? I don't have they're, any top tens. They're they're not under race props. They're right underneath the outrights. There we go. All right, there we go. They moved them. Yeah. Some of these top right. ten prices are really they're they're, they're so appealing. This is what I I, I told you last week, or earlier this week is like in the first race, only two drivers who had the numbers we're looking for finished in the top 10 and the second race it was five half that's pretty good right but we're we're expecting we're expecting less attrition this year right true that's true but less but like nonsense. but but don't you think that Corey LaJoy didn't get up there because of, no, of mean, good works. he he had just a, a solid car oh, well, I, let me remind you Corey LaJoy had some of the best speed at Atlanta and Vegas. Right. I mean, and uh, he, Vegas and Fontana, excuse me. He almost won, didn't he? He almost <laughs> won a race, but ended up, he screwed himself and like took himself All right. out. All right. This is a deal, okay? I'm looking at it right now. I, I go in on, my, on on Barry, I'll go in on McDowell, I'll go in on LaJoy, and I'll go in on Dinger. Okay. 
I can't go in on Todd Gillen, and I can't go in on that Noah Gregson. Okay, uh, I'm okay with that. I can't that. go in on Ty Dillon or anybody worse. So that would that would leave me with Ty Gibbs and Harrison Burton. All right, let me ask you what Ryan Priest is plus four eighty. What do you think about him? Uh, I mean, you said they had speed. I wasn't as high on them. Yeah, he uh, the. Uh, I I fantasy race <laughs> number one total speed rank at Daytona this year. I mean the, the first four I really like, but like, would you rather take a shot at Ty Gibbs or Harrison Burton at six hundred and six fifty over four eighty? Ryan Priest. God, I think I'd rather back the Stuart Oscar. I mean, you know, if you go back to Daytona, man. Harrison Burton was there with like 15, 20 laps left. He was. And if you look at him historically in the lower series, he's solid on, on these type of but like you say, this is not this is not a normal mm -hmm. super speedway, right? All right. So uh those numbers have been like that all week, right? Or yep, ever since they, they, they haven't yep, they haven't moved. Do you think one lap will make them move? No. Okay. So <clears throat> let's continue to talk about the others and just knock those four out. With McDowell, Barry, LaJoy, and Dinger. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm thinking like a point point <laughs> four. If you bet four tenths of a unit on those four guys. You basically have a unit, a unit and a half total investment on on those four to crack the top ten. I don't think I don't think that's bad. Right, like that's why maybe we need to just keep it at four and not add a fifth or a sixth or seven. Yeah, yeah, four. I'm good with those four. Yeah, I'm with you. All right. All right. This, so you come I, back. I, I like how this show's going. I like it. All right, looking at the matchups, I mean everything. I don't see. I don't even see plus prices. Like this is, this is not the week. This is not the week that you and I are going to be. Like I, I don't, I don't have any interest in betting groups. I don't have any interest in betting uh, matchups. What, what do you think about Chevy wins the race? It's a low number. It is, but I think it's warranted, no? I mean, they're not going to win every race. What about what about the the top? Did you look at the top manufacturer, top Chevy, top Ford prices? Uh, hold on. What books have them? I think Caesars. I'll, I'll, I'll it's very them. limited. Go to Caesars. Yeah, let me see. Because I think I think I think your best friend uh, started that bet this week, and they hadn't done it in the past couple of weeks. Oh, Fred. Yeah, hold on. The, the track that will not be named. Yes. So Fred has top manufacturers this week. <laughs> <coughs> 
see how they compare to uh, Caesars. Start with Chevy. Hold on, I'm I'm looking. All right, top Chevy. I got Byron at plus three fifty. Bush at four to one. Larson at four to one. Chastain. So right where they're about a, uh, fifty cents to a dollar off. Okay. Chastain four and a half to one. Five fifty. Bowman, Bowman eight to one. Stenhouse eight and a half to one. Fifteen to one. Suarez plus nine fifty. What do you got on him? Twelve. Dylan fourteen to one. What about him? Twenty. That's so sick. Corey LaJoy twenty two to one. What do you got? Three thousand. Don't make that bet because it's it will piss me off if it hits. <laughs> Hold on, let me do it. <laughs> Any interest in the top Chevy? I don't know, man. I mean, it's so hard. Honestly, I, I this whole this whole week this this is the section where I think you swing away and try to catch a price because we already got the Chevys that we think are going to run well at way big numbers, right? So, like, I don't mind somebody swinging for a Lejoy top Chevy if it all if it all hit right or a Suarez. Or something like that, but I don't really have any interest. What do you have on McDowell? Let me see. 18. 22. Yeah. Now, top Ford, I, I don't, I, this, I, I kind of like top Ford a little better just because. It, it, the competition is not as hard, I, I think. Chevy, right. there are, you know what I mean? Right. But then, you know, Planey and Lagana could just show up and, you know, shut the door on your ass. That's true. That could happen. What do you got on Kez? <clears throat> uh, not a number I'd like to bet, 550. What do you got on Busher? Uh, a dime. Yeah, I got eight and a half. Um, what do you got on Priest? 18. Yeah, that's what I got. Like, I guess I wouldn't mind people swinging for like a McDowell or even an Almarola. Like, I would rather, instead of, you know, adding those uh, Ryan Priest. Ty Gibbs, Harrison Burton, top tens. Like I would rather, you know, take that money and swing on this. You would rather, instead of betting them to crack the top tens, swing at these. Those three drivers, like in, uh, the four that we mentioned, I'll, I'm I'm staying with. Right. But instead of adding more there, I would rather take that and swing on this. Yeah, uh, yeah, I I don't mind that. I don't mind that. What about Toyota? What do they got for top Toyota? Uh, nothing great. What do you got I on guess, 19. 19. I have 11. Ty, I mean, that kid can't finish a race. I mean, he he's he can't get out of his own way. Yeah, and then I, all the other ones. Like, you know, Reddick's at 430. 
Bubba's at four thirty, and Marty's at five uh, five fifty five. <laughs> See, I got I got Marty at two thirty, and I got I got Reddick. I got Reddick at six to one though. Would, would you bet Reddick at six to one to be top Toyota? <coughs> What is Denny and Chris Bell then? 150? Denny's 230. Chris Bell is 230. If you if you ask me who give me give me the three Toyotas that run well this week, it would be Bell, Hamlin, and Reddick. Those would be the three. That yeah, I, I think would run well. I don't mind six to one on Reddick. Yeah, I don't mind. Wow, five, I Coop, I think you should bet Denny at plus five fifty. That's a good number. Who? I mean, uh, Denny. You said Denny was five and a half to one, right? No, Marty. Oh, Marty. What do you have on? What do you have on Denny? Two and a quarter. Oh, okay. I was gonna say bet that right now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, maybe Reddick. I may. I, I'll think <laughs> about it, but I might. I, I don't mind that. Oh, oh, sign said MGM has better prices for me. Okay. Oh, they have it up. Wow, they're on the ball game already. They got that up already on a Friday. They usually don't yeah, have that up until like Saturday. Going. Let's see. Let's see what we <laughs> Listen, a side note. March Madness is going on right now, and it's absolutely ridiculous that you can't bet on a college basketball team that resides and plays in your state. This is going to be the second year in a row. We couldn't bet St. Peter's. We couldn't get on that run last year in Jersey. And now FDU beats a number one seed and everybody's cashing tickets at eight to one. And me and signed are sitting here holding our hands, pulling our pricks. Absolutely can you, ridiculous. Can you bet pops props? No, no. So you you have the same regulations I have. It's so it's so dumb. All right, let me pull up all the bets at Ben. What do you, what what do you got at, at Ben MGM? Uh, nothing that beats Fred really. What's your uh, Reddick number? Lower, I think. Hold on, uh, four hundred. Yeah. <laughs> Need a Marty for five seventy five. I can get him for twenty more cents, but yeah, Reddick, Reddick. I think those four top tens that you and I talk, spoke about, and Tyler Reddick at six to one to be the top Toyota, would be the only props that I'd feel comfortable signing off on, aside from the outright tickets that we already have. I'm, I'm, I'm still with you. I think I would rather swing on Ford. Okay. I don't know. Well, you're saying not the guys that we have in the top Ford, like not not um, McDowell. No, no. If we're going to be in the top five. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I just, I, yeah, I wouldn't mind adding them again. Oh, okay. Because, I mean, the way the standings have finished, I mean, if he finishes the in the top ten, he has a chance to be the top Ford. As dominant as Chevy's been, yeah, and Priest too. Yeah. yeah. 
So um, I mentioned it to you earlier in the week, and you really didn't care for it. But um, Caesars has a winner of stage one, 1,500 to one, and stage two, 12 to one. Like, I like it because of the number. And it hit last year. See, my my concerns about that are, one, if it's a driver that we already have, <laughs> we basically have an extra unit on, on one guy. And I'm not quite, I'm not sure that we would want to waste a bullet on betting somebody a second time and possibly at a worse number. Number number two, like if you if you told me Ross Chastain was going to win the first stage, I'd like that because I would like to have him at fifteen to one in my pocket. or Ryan Blaney. Yeah, like so I, I see the appeal, but. To in, to let's say we invest a, a unit in each of those, we're already on a few guys. Like that feels like it, it, if a couple of our guys, because of volatility, hit the wall, I, I think it puts us behind the eight ball in terms of how we react in in race. What about a quarter of a unit? Oh. I mean. Yeah, that that I don't mind that. I mean, a, qu- a quarter of a unit. I don't. I don't mind that at fifteen to one and twelve to one. But I wouldn't want because, to because uh, so hold on. I think I think if you do it at a quarter of a unit, right? You can play the scenario where if it's a Bowman, yeah, the numbers less, or if it's a Bush or a Larson, the numbers equal or less. But it just right. gives you a little bit more, you know, on top of it. But if it's like a Chastain or a Blaney or a Logano, then you know maybe it, maybe it turns our you know eight to one, nine to one live shot into a twelve to one, thirteen. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I understand what you mean. There, no matter what, the only good thing about that bet is you know that no matter what the chances are at the end of stage one you will probably get a better number and unless some you know it's really like somebody at like 20 to one i don't think i i think the the in race number (coughs) that you hit will be lower than the price that we're going to get on that stage one right but don't are you worried that I was just going to say, definitely on stage two, it's going to be a better number. My worry about stage two, though, is we wouldn't be in a situation where the 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 front of the pack comes in and it's some bullshit guy, right? That ends up winning stage two, a guy that we wouldn't want, some yeah. bum. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So I don't mind that. I mean, at a qu- at a quarter unit. I don't mind that, but I wouldn't want a better unit on each. I mean, I, I like it because of the number you're getting. Um, I, I'd rather take my shots at that than like a head-to-head that's plus 105 or 
you know, a group that's plus 260. Right. Yeah. So we, there, there is no practice, right? No, just one qualifying lap tomorrow. One qual. So what? What is your gut say? Does your gut say Hendrick comes off the the the, the truck again, King? Yeah. Um, I think Bell, Blaney, and Logano. Maybe a dark shot of Kez. But other than that, I do think it's Hendrick and Kyle Busch. Yeah, Kyle could be him too. Like, I don't think Ryan Priest or Eric Amarola or, you know, Ty Gibbs, you know, comes out of anywhere and just, you know, wins qualifying. If I said to you, who would be the first three guys – that you're concerned about going into the race tickets that we don't have. My three would be the both track house cars and Chris Bell. What, what, what would your three be? Um, it's really five. Dad. Blaney, Logano, Bell, and track house. So, man, you're talking about Blaney and Logano a lot tonight. You're getting me fucking nervous. No, I mean, I, I mean, I, I, they can go out just thinking of the race. You know? I don't know. Yeah. Man, you just never know because they, no. it's, they <laughs> will fall through the floor on you faster than you can blink sometimes. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah, they will. But no, I mean, I, I told you at the beginning of the week, my main, main focus really wants to be getting the winner. You know, yeah, I'm with you. Other than, I'm with. <clears throat> other than that, I'm I'm going to stick with the top five. I mean, the top tens um, that mentioned earlier, and then, you know, I'll think about that uh, stage winner. Yep, I'm with you. I'm happy that you're on board with those top tens because I thought you were going to say that you didn't like them, and that would that that would. No, been I, I think we I think we treat it like we did at Daytona. Yeah, I'm and, with you. You know, um, you know, if we get two of them, we're great. We get one of them. We, we, we get one. Them. Yeah, we get one of them. Yeah. We we made money. Yeah, for sure. Right. All right. So yeah. so to recap, boys, Coop and I. Good. I was gonna say you want to hit on the trucker Xfinity race real quick. I haven't done anything. That was gonna be my homework when I was in bed tonight. What the, here? Here's what I will say. Austin Hill at four and a half to one. When we cashed them like twice at fourteen to one. Like that number was surprising to see. Really? Four and a half to one coop? The dude was 20 to one last week. Dude, the guy may be the best racer of any series on this package. Yeah, okay. I understand. I understand it. Yeah. But now, granted, it's not a normal super speedway. And it it's not a plate race, right? He almost won both races last year here. Coop, you're preaching to the choir, bro. I I've I, been blowing the guy for three weeks. I but, think it's a deserving but number. Four and a half to one, bro. I think it's a deserving number. 
I think I'm not going to bet it, but I think it's I deserving. Think that, I think that you went outside and and you didn't hit the point. I think you smoked a little crack five minutes ago because you can't sell me in one week. I don't care. I don't care if we're racing in his backyard. He should not be four and a half to one after. What do you think? Should be six. Seven fifty, maybe. The guy's dominant on this track, man. I know, I know. This type know. of race. Uh, let me ask you this: Would you bet him? Would you bet him at four and a half to one? No. What I would, what I would like to say is, hey, Kay, give me that MMA. No, don't so start. Eight. Don't start with this. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it's him and everybody else? No, I don't think it's him and everybody else. I mean, there's going to be cars that are right there who are competitive with him. Um, you know, I think Ryan Truex um, has done well in this type of uh, format, and he's in a very good car. Uh, the guy that I like uh, is Riley Herbst, uh, 25 to 1. Uh, he does well in this format and you know he's quietly hit the top 10 in every race this year um they had a big sit down talk with him and talking about how to you know let's make sure we finish the race let's make sure we take what the car gives us type of deal and uh he's done well with it so far um but i can see him being a contender um at a good number um but other than that um, I think maybe maybe uh, the C uh, driver at fifty to one. Uh, you know he hasn't shown as much speed, which is worrisome. But uh, other than that, other than Herps, maybe um, you know I'll probably who's in, who's in Barry's because car? Who's in Barry's car? Josh Barry. Oh, oh yeah. I, I'm thinking he's full time Cup now. Because because we're betting on him, I forgot yeah. Chase Elliott gets hurt. Yeah, okay, yeah, right. What were you just saying about that? Uh, going outside? <laughs> I haven't left my chair, bro. <laughs> um, okay, well, yeah, I I think that I I expect him to be good then tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, yeah, tomorrow. him and Briscoe, him and Briscoe have been disappointing so far this year, and Brandon Jones. So. Um, but, I'm, know, I'm with you. I, 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 I have a hard time going in too deep on that uh, Xfinity race at the beginning because unlike you, I have a lot of respect for Austin Hill at this type of race. Um, all right. Looking at the truck, <clears throat> I saw – I looked – I looked at him quickly and I saw Zane was like five to one earlier in the week. So when let me went, ask you this. Yeah. If Austin Hill is four to one or four and a half to one. Yeah. And what right mind should Zane Smith be five to one? I totally agree. I totally agree. Because sure, he's won two Daytona 500s, but one was with the rain. But Come on. That's a crazy I'm, number if you want to ask me. I don't disagree with you. What do you think about Ty Majeski tomorrow? 
So, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm already on the, on the trucks. Not, I haven't placed any bet, but I know where I'm going to go if I do anything. Where are you going? Uh, ben Rhodes. Ben Rhodes. Oh, now it's Ben Rhodes. I got laughed out of the fucking building when I was on him at 20 to 1 a couple <laughs> weeks ago. Now it's Ben Rhodes today all of a sudden. Oh, okay. I wonder why. Because he was he a machine. That's why. He's shown, he shown some speed yeah. this year. Way to go, Keg. Uh, You're a beast. Yeah, you got him, buddy. Way to put me on him. And uh, he's historically done well, you know, with this type of racing. Yeah, um, I, I, a couple weeks ago, in fact. The other, the, the other driver I like is Nicholas Sanchez. <clears throat> Who? <laughs> Nick Who? Sanchez. Who's that? He is probably the best KBM driver out there. He's not in a KBM truck. Um, but he's in a KBM affiliate truck, and it's basically a KBM truck. And I think he's the best KBM driver. I am slipping on my on my truck series uh, work. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> yeah, he's the young one. 20 to 1. <laughs> and then... I was thinking about going deep into the woods. Come on, bro. Where are you going? There's some drivers out there at 100 to 125 to 1 that I don't mind. <clears throat> uh, I can't wait. Good. You want to guess? You're probably looking at the numbers. I am looking at the numbers, but I, I couldn't tell you. I, I mean, um, I think Raj, Haley, Haley, Haley Deegan. Deegan. Haley Deegan. Yeah. She's in she's in the same type of truck that Ben Rhodes is in. Um, yeah, she's, she's not just, Ben Rhodes. She's just had a lot of bad luck, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'd say. But, you know, I, I don't mind that number because of the truck that she's in. Because the truck could be better than her one night, all right. And I don't mind taking a hundred to one long shot on her. The same for Jack Wood. You know he loves to get in accidents, just like Haley Deegan. Jack Wood is forty to one at DK Coop. Uh, he's a hundred to one out there. You can get a hundred. Okay, I'll right. shop. Uh, but again, you know, you got to respect the KBM. Oh yeah, definitely. I don't, I don't think he's, you know, a great driver, but you know, the truck could get it done one night. And then, you know, another driver, you know, right along the same routes as the other two, Rajak Ruth. You know, he's, yeah, good, good truck, good talent, but he likes to find wrecks, man. Hundred to one. I'm protesting your Ben Rhodes pick, by the way. I, I, I'm going to bet it on protest. I want to put that out there. It's all on protest, no matter what. I get on my guy two weeks after me. I'm protesting but, this pick. But see, this, this is why I asked you earlier um, what the 100 to 1 top threes and top fives were. 
and yeah. they're comparable to what you can get for these guys um, and lady um, because I might go top three, top five because I I could see them finishing top three, top five, one or two of them um, versus the wind, you know, because you got the machine Ben Rhodes who might win it. Uh, but um, they're comparable along that line. 2,500 for a top three and 1,200 for a top five. What was the best number that you saw on Ben Rhodes this week? 10. Okay. I haven't seen anything better. I'll, sh- I'll, I'll look at all my outs tonight. See what I mean, yeah, you might get lucky at Superbook or something. But uh, the majority of the books have them eight and a half, nine to ten. So what do you what what are you going to do for uh, Xfinity? I mean, I, I can't. I'm not that. If Austin Hill wins the race, God God bless him. But I'm not that. Right. I mean, if, if if I do anything, it'll be Riley Herbst. I might just hope that Austin Hill um, something happens to the car and, and it ends up being wide open. Right, because like <clears throat> I mentioned, Truex. I think Truex is around ten. That's just not enough for me to take a shot now yeah um you know i don't know if this is a sammy smith or chandler smith type of race they'll probably be up there and then you know not only do you have austin hill to contend with you have justin haley to contend with too justin haley is really good eight he's eight eight for one yeah yeah he is really good in this series (laughs) especially on these type of tracks so that's why that's why it's really tough um you know, I feel more comfortable taking shots in trucks than what I do in uh, Xfinity. All right, buddy. This is a fun show. I laughed. Um, just to recap our picks, in the Cup Series, Coop and I are on Larson at 14 to 1, uh, Will Byron at 12 to 1, Alex Bowman at 25 to 1. And Kyle Bush at 16 to 1. And then the four top tens that we took were Precept plus 480, uh, Josh Berry at plus 500, Mike McDowell plus 500, and, and Coop Sky, Corey LaJoy at plus 500. Aside from that, we, we get in the Sports Keg Discord because if we do end up betting those top fours, they will be in. They they'll end up being in the Discord. Probably are not going to make the spreadsheet or the website this week. Um, and then finally, uh, Coop's two weeks late to the party, and he's going to be on Ben Rhodes at the truck rate uh, during the trucks. I got and, one more uh, thing for you. Go ahead. What else you got? Um, do we need to look at uh, Happy at sixteen to one for the championship? Man, I brought him. He was twenty-five to one right before Daytona, and I brought him up. and And you you really weren't that interested in him. I don't know. Do you think he's done it? Do you think he's done enough to to warrant? Well, I, I'm not, not sure if he has done enough yet. <coughs> I know. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking if he gets in and he makes it. He's going to be very good at Phoenix in that last yeah. race. I know. I, I know. I, I already know what you're thinking. Um, 
the other thing I'm I'm thinking is that number is not going to be that long for that long because if things play out like they did at Phoenix, he he might absolutely just lap the field at Richmond. Here's what I'll say to you. I'm not against it, but before that happens, we have to just take a look at those final 10 races and really see if those if those races we think that he'll be competitive enough to get to Phoenix. Then then I'm right. not then then I'm not against it. Right. Don't disagree. All right, that's but it. I want to I want to hit it before it goes down to 13 or 14. Well, I mean, we could we could we could look at that tonight. That's something that we because, could do tonight. Because if look, if, if if he won on Sunday, he would be 13 right now. I don't disagree with you. And and the the that added extra bonus of probably one of his best tracks to be in this next gen car is, is the finale. That's a really big strong point for him. But it's not going to matter if he's dead to get there. So I just want to take a look at those those races. But we could do that before Sunday, definitely. Um, tomorrow we will be live at one o'clock all day. We got UFC 286. We have two NASCAR races. We have the NCAA tournament going on. We're going to be live from one o'clock until probably midnight, and then Sunday <laughs> at uh three thirty. Yeah, Coop. You know how I I go hard, Coop. I go hard. And then Jeez. at some, hey man, this is what it takes to to not punch a clock for the last thirteen years. We go hard. And then Sunday, Coop and I will be doing what we do at three thirty. But Coop, if you're around tomorrow, come hang out, man. I like when we'll you do. come hang out on Saturdays. Aside from that, we will see you guys next week. Good luck. If you tail, and hopefully we keep the streak alive. We'll see you guys next week. Later.